Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. What are you talking about, Facebook? What are you talking about, Facebook? Yeah, so I'm Desmond. And I'm Rich. And when you, we're your host, and to the look at what people are talking about in the Geek Chat Facebook group. Um, and if you don't know what that is, go to Facebook, search the group section, and join the Geek Chat. Search the Geek Chat group and join us. And what we do now is we talk about what people are talking about in said group. We have a hundred mem- over 100 members and they're always posting and talking about interesting stuff. So, um, and this is our turn, our time to give you guys what we're talking about, what people are talking about, and give our reactions. So, yeah. So when we don't answer on Facebook, don't think we're ignoring you. We really appreciate the fact that you are posting, but we're saving it because we want to give you our reactions here. Exactly. Because so thank you. Joshua's been posting a lot. Yes, and thank you for that, Joshua. And Terry and Gene and Frank and all of you that post. Yes. And uh, Adam is now posting our newest member. Yes, we have a whole bunch of uh, new members that are getting into the mix, and that could be you. Again, all you have to do is uh, join Facebook if you aren't if you aren't one of the billion of members who are already on Facebook. Just search the Geek Chat. Always search the Geek Chat and join the conversation. So, what's first on the docket, Rich? So, don't do do yeah. He so, loves that show. I do. I watched it before I came. Uh, Deathstroke is going to be in the Batman, maybe Justice League movie, and that's why we n- now we know why it's taken off. Uh, Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, Arrow. because he's going to be in the movies. That's right, because we know what a great job they did with Suicide Squad. Let's see what they do with Deathstroke well, now. Here's the thing with that drink. drink. Um, uh, yes, play the drinking game. Have fun. It's better to we we get so much better when you're drunk. The drunker you get. So, um, not that we're promoting drinking. Yes, well, unless you're of age, of course. I mean, That's do what right. you're gonna do, kids. Um, but I think because I I don't know I have I have faith in Ben Affleck. A fleck. I love how you say his last name. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I have faith in him. I think he's like Affleck. Affleck. I think that he. They should be our sponsor. I think that he <laughs> is going to do well. I and and I I kind of want him to succeed because he was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. And I just want him to. I just want him to do well. And I I thought that he was one of the shining moments in Batman v Superman, though. Uh, he was he, he was working with the turd and he tried to polish it up and I think I got to give him kudos for that like I think he really wants to be Batman and he really wants to be Bruce Wayne and he really wants to be this action this action hero um, maybe because Matt Damon is one and he's jealous of Matt Damon or I mean but I think him directing a Batman standalone movie and not having any uh and not and not letting you know. Schneider or anyone else have Schneider, Schneider, whatever. He's not Schneider. Schneider's pretzels, and have so, him not be in it, and have it just be him. I think we can actually have a pretty good movie. That's really cool that you think that, but the topic was <laughs> Deathstroke. Yes, <laughs> and Deathstroke is going to be in his movie. So supposedly, I mean, that's the rumors. That I, I think he's people are going to be so confused that they're going to think it's Will Smith again. No, that's because, Deadshot. Exactly, but how many people really are going to know? <sighs> I think I think a lot of people are going to know because of his stint on Arrow. Yes, that was my you point. Know? It's funny that that they're taking it's like they're taking all the toys away from the TV because the TV's doing a great job with them. 
and they're like, well, we're going to take your toy away. You go do something else. It's, well, it doesn't seem to be really affecting them, no. the TV, because they're like, okay, fine. And I love the fact that the next season is going to be about vigilantes. Yep. So we're going to get a lot of comic book D-list vigilantes coming to Arrow. Yep. And, you know, I can't wait. And I think that's what Arrow did. I think that's what Berlanti and all of them said. Okay, fine. You're going to take all the shit that we want. We'll just keep making shit up. No, no. We'll, we'll just, we're going to use some D-list characters that will not be in the movies at all. Yeah, that's a smart. Yeah, that's and like, really that's going to fuck you to you guys because we're going to do it. And then, like that, there was a rumor a while ago, I guess, that You heard a Ezra, rumor? Yes. I say that comics people has a broken heart because Grant Gustin is not the Flash yep. in the movie. But anyway, Ezra Miller said that he would be it'd be fun if him and Grant Gustin race. And I thought, wouldn't that be cool if the Flash from the movies, if it's an alternate, you know, reality, if he comes and does a does a does a guest appearance on Flash to promote his movie. I think that would be really, really cool and have it be like a um a, a joining of all the various speedsters from different worlds because they've they've already established that there's a multiverse in Flash. I think doing something like that would be a way for them to cross over the TV and the movies mm-hmm. that would still be organic to the whole to the whole mythos. So I think that's something that they should do. But I don't know if it's gonna happen. Who knows? Ah. That's wishful uh, thinking. So I think it was Terry that posted about Civil War versus Rebirth <laughs> that she's finding Civil War so depressing, and that the rebirth is just so exciting. I to a stint, to an extent I agree with her, but more so, it's not that it's depressing. It's just I, I'm finding it that I'm finding it's kind of boring. Yeah, I you know, find it boring. I mean, I mean, we had the big shock reveal when Hawkeye killed Bruce Banner, and the people were saying that is so against who he is. Uh, Bendis is a hack. You know. Well, I want to go into another thing uh, that that is with that. People are saying that Civil War two is kind of ruining Captain Marvel's character, considering she's going to be up next oh, yeah. for a movie. Because she's painted as the villain. She's Yeah, so you've but, got... But they have enough time to redeem her, though, I think, before a movie comes out. Yes. You know, so that's why I'm not really terribly worried yeah, about it. because the movie's not going to be for, what, five years? Yeah, exactly, or four or five years. So I, I think she'll be f- redeemed by then. Well, think about what poor Carol has been through in five years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her character was so maligned back then well her character's always been kind of this for lack of better words she's always been kind of the c-list character then she went to a b-list and now they're treating her as an a-list character well they're trying which she always should have been but i I just don't think marvel knows what to do with her Uh, that's what i think is going on is marvel just doesn't know what to do with the character and now she has been thrusted into the limelight because they have this movie so they can't like they have to keep telling stories about her to keep her in in the people's minds, yeah. and so, but they don't know what to do with her. So it's kind of a double-edged sword with her. So for rebirth, the other side of that rebirth being something fresh, I got to tell you, it was great on Saturday. Um, I had three different sets of people in, just energized about DC and rebirth, and I think what DC did was very smart because where they were headed was spiraling down. And now you have Marvel, who, for years, Marvel has always taken the top spot in books, has taken the press away, and now DC, they're really trying. And DC's got brand new books every week coming out with new readers, and Marvel's now two months late on their event. Yep. So, 
I think Marvel's got Marvel will never lose it because the fans for Marvel will be there. But as we'll, we're going to be um, talking about, if you listen to the main show for the week, um, Marvel's kind of bumpy right now for some fans. Yes, it is, and I and I agree one hundred percent with what they're saying because I like Marvel. Now I I was always you know make mine Marvel, but. This DC Rebirth stuff has actually been really good, and yeah. Terry was saying that she's liking all of them, even Aquaman. <laughs> and I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the new Aquaman hey, the direction they're going. Brad Walker's coming back for an issue. You should be really happy. I'm very excited. I wish it was for more than one issue, oh, no. but all right. So speaking of, we really weren't, but speaking of canceled books, a book that we both liked, um, Nighthawk, is canceled. Yes. And Marvel gave no clues. It just was left out of the November solicits, to which then the um, writer, David Walker, David F. Walker. Um, Ooh, he was on Twitter. He was on Twitter. He tweeted a lot out. I just want to read some of these real quick. Yeah, he tweeted a lot. And these to read the actual tweets, you can go to his page. I have cut them down because there was a lot. He, so, went, he went off. Yeah. So one of the things he said is the industry is driven by money and sales. And that is absolutely true. As a retailer, I can tell you that is absolutely true. Best-reviewed comics are also among the worst selling. I agree with that statement. Know why pre-orders are important. That statement right there. If you like a book that no one's ever heard of, or you like a book that um, might fall under your retailer's radar, you need to go in and tell them you want that book. Start a pull list. It not only supports the store, but supports books like Nighthawk and a, a, a ton of other books yeah. that are that fly under the radar. He says, and this is where I took offense to this, ignored by retailers and readers. I'm sorry. I can't speak for all retailers, and I know a lot of retailers base their numbers on only what sells. I will try a book out, and I'm a little different because... Des and I do the podcast, so we read the books for the podcast that we normally wouldn't read. And I really liked Nighthawk. I not, liked where it was not going. Not to say that we wouldn't normally read it, because we we are huge fans of of what uh, James Robinson is doing with and Leonard Kirk is doing with um, uh, Squadron Supreme. So to see these these separate books come out of these individual characters, we were like, okay, let's do this. So now we, for yeah, we had a vested interest, and I think that that was. And I think that Marvel was trying to roll that over into a solo book. So And that always doesn't work. work. Yeah. And here, this is another thing. I don't understand why the big two... Well, no, Marvel. DC, no. DC's giving us a lot of miniseries. Marvel, don't say ongoing. Give the writer six issues. Give the writer eight issues. Ask him, how long is your first arc going to be? What is going to make an impact on readers? Instead of saying it's going to be an ongoing... If, if a reader knew I was only going to get six issues of Nighthawk, I will give it a try. And if they sell, then be like, hey, you know what? Let's do another one. But I think Nighthawk, Hyperion, which I really tried to read Hyperion. Yes, we did. I, we reviewed the number one. And- I read the first three, and I really liked the concept of him trying to live a normal life on a new earth, being a truck driver. Loved it. First arc where it was headed wasn't anything I expected. It had this weird clown, um, not clown, circus freaks, and it just wasn't, I, I lost interest in it. And and that's, I tried it though. I don't think enough people tried Nighthawk. And one thing I hated. Hold on, is Hyperion canceled? Hyperion? Hyperion? Not yet. Um, not that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the things 
that I took offense to is, and I say it all the time here, and art is very subjective. Yes, it is. We all like what we like. We like what we don't like, or we know what we don't like. <laughs> um, a lot of people were trashing on uh, the, the artist. Yeah, which yeah. we've met him, talked to him, interviewed him. Really nice guy. I happen to love his art. Yep. Um, but people were really trashing on his art as a reason why they didn't want to read it. And I have people that come in and they'll like, they'll say to me, you know, I'll read almost anything as long as the story's there. And I think in this case, the story was there. And the art was there. And the art was there. Um, I'm just sad that this is canceled. And you really should read all his tweets because he really, he he did not blame Marvel one nope. bit. He kept it very uh, above the board and respectful in all of his interactions and his tweets. Um, he did not come off you know um angry well he was angry he was angry but but he was able to remain to remain calm and just and and just to echo what you were saying about you know going in supporting your local retailer supporting a a book that you like and that's even this is even more uh detrimental to independence um because independents definitely live and die by their by their pre-orders and by their and by their sales. Uh, take for instance Ted Nefi's Neff, uh, sorry, uh, Knights Dominion that's coming out, and he's you know writer, artist, inker, colorist. I, mean, I think he's the, I think he did almost everything for that book, and he's had a whole bunch of different things come out from Oni. But like when we interviewed him during our San Francisco, sorry, during our San Diego um, interview series for 2016, he was just like, yeah, you know, it people put this stuff out there not because you know they well the artists who do it themselves the independents don't put these out there because they they want to sell books you know because they sell books it's great you know but they want it because they they have something they have a story to tell exactly and i think it's even more important for people to go if you see a book like wherever you see a book at a friend's house in a previews whatever if you really want to support it go and support it go and try it like the jeff steinberg saves the universe or whatever i don't remember the name of the the book it's a great book but Des was looking through previews, and he's like, well, I want to check this out. Um, so what do you think about best review comics or uh, uh, among the worst selling? I think it I goes both it. ways. I think that- I believe it 100%. Batgirl, the Burnside Batgirl, had great uh, reviews. Everyone loved this book, except for us. Um, and I, tried, sal- I tried really hard to like <laughs> that book, too. <laughs> you really did, I know. I really tried. Um, but the sales weren't there. I mean, the sales- they were there in the beginning because everyone really wanted to see this. And after the first arc, first six issues of the new Batgirl of Burnside, the numbers started to fall hard. Yep. Um, yep. So that is a, a great reviewed comic that didn't do it. Just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's lots of comics that are like that. you know. But again, it just speaks that only... Only you can help, you know, prevent counseling books, you know, <laughs> you know, by supporting it. And I do, I, I you know, as a retailer... Um, if I don't hear hype about a book, I am less likely to order it because we pay for everything. Nothing's returnable. There are special cases, but we're not a lot of retailers around the country are there. They there's so many comic books out there to buy every month that you really have to pick and choose what you buy. So if you want a book, tell your retailer, please. Next up. Oh, boy. Here we go. No more teenage superheroes. Wah. There was a guy. Wah. Yeah, who I'm sorry, the way he wrote the piece sounded like 
a butthurt older fan. It yep. really did. It was just like, you kids, get off my lawn. Uh, some of the words he used, I was just like, now to an extent, I understand what he's saying. But there are more than, there's more than two comic books in the world to read, like we just said. <laughs> exactly. Go find something else to read. Yeah, that, I don't, YA sells. You know, these kids have disposable incomes. They want something that reflects. They can relate to them. Yeah, that they can relate to and that and that affects their lives. So that's why Harry Potter was so cool, you know, because there was always that one outsider kid. You know, there's always that one ginger kid. There's always that really smart girl. And they go on these adventures. People could see themselves in these characters. And, you know, I think that's why it works for both adults and and. And, you know, young kids and, and kids in generals because, you know, the adults like it because it's it's an escape. Like, all fantasy, science fiction, horror, all that is is escapism. Like, all of it is. Um, and so when you have something that, that really is well-written and reminds them of 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 fan- that, their, that, that childhood fantasy that they had, of course adults are going to like it. And then kids, it's just like, it's just very entertaining. And, and it's, it's always that, like that's YA sells. Young adults stuff sells, you know? And so, people buy it for their kids and they buy it for themselves. Do you think, it's the way of the world, people. But do you think Marvel, and we're talking about Marvel here because DC really isn't doing this, it's Marvel. Marvel replacing their the old guard with children. Filling I don't up. Think they're replacing the, them because the people well, are still being the, like people are some, still there. Some, you know? Bruce Banner's not. Well, Bruce Banner, they had to kill because he had to make a they had to make a point. They yeah. needed a dramatic death to make that to make that series soar. But do and you the, think of conflict? That's what's that's the only person. I mean, think about it. I swear we Ms. talk Marvel, about this every week. Miss Marvel, you got Captain Marvel. She's still around. You have Miles Morales. You have Peter Parker. They're still around. You have. Thor, you have Odin's son. They're still around. Like but, the people are still there. There's called something different. But that's not how a lot you of have Iron Man, people you see have it. Ironheart. You know, I, I don't understand that. For the sheer fact of I don't understand why people don't like this, but they accept when DC did it with their with their whole legacy line of people. Was it because it was it was a natural progression of of someone getting I having think, a married? I think because DC's always done that. So when you went into DC, you knew there were legacies. Marvel really never well, did that but then again is it is it, it is it an argument of like you know, maternity makes you know family makes the legacy or or is it just or is it just that um because they're a different color um they can't be they they can't uh, be there like I, I mean is that is that really the problem would it have been easier to digest if if the new spider-man was peter parker and you know, some ladies, because you never know it's going to be Mary Jane's or, you know, uh, Gwen Stacy. You never know. Do. But but if the new Spider-Man happened to be their son instead of Miles Morales, would have been easier. Or so if, you're thinking. Or, or, or if the new Odin, the new female Odin was, you know, the daughter of Jane Foster and, and Thor and she was a half god. You know, would would that have, or demigod or whatever, would, would that have made it easier for people to swallow? So it's not so much about race. It's about lineage. I think that's what some people think, you know, is is people are more are they're okay with it being because it it's still there's some tangible connection to that character. Even though in Miss Marvel you had her like she was a fangirl or is a fangirl of of uh, Carol Danvers and she really wanted to be, you know, that Miss Marvel. And then she kind of took up the moniker because she's not using it anymore. So I felt that one worked because it was much more organic. Mm hmm. I just think that this is something that is we're going to be talking about for years to come. 
We will always be talking about it. Because people will always have something to get upset about. Speaking uh, of getting upset. <laughs> yeah. The Gotham showrunner, the Gotham TV show showrunner, doesn't think superheroes work well on TV. <laughs> That's. You know what doesn't work on TV, <laughs> Mr. Showrunner, whose name I don't know? Gotham. Making your hero 10 and all the villains he faces 30. That's where you fucked up. I'd still be watching the show as crazy and stupid as it is. They're aging Poison Ivy up. I mean, as ridiculous as the they've made their storylines. If Bruce was 20-something in Nanda Parbear, whatever it's called, Nanda Parbat, and came back to the city, I could live with that. But the fact that he's 12 and everyone else is 30 is why I can't watch this show. Yeah, it, and the, it's, it's and the bad writing. Yeah, it's 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 hard. <laughs> it's very hard to. But I don't think he's ever has he ever split. watched Arrow, or but Flash, it's or Supergirl. Com- it's or, his competition. I know, but for him to say they don't work well on TV, they do work well on TV because fantasy is there. That's like saying westerns won't work on TV. That's like saying a musical won't work on TV. But I don't think it's so much that. It's just that those the. The DC shows that are on C- the CW are more interconnected. Well, no, not even that. They're more. I think they're more uh, in line with the actual mythos. Oh, they're of the more comic. true to the comics. They're, exactly, and I think Gotham is just so completely shattered. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, and honestly, I would rather watch Bruce Wayne and Alfred globe trot. While he, Bruce Wayne, learns how to be Batman, you know, and it's this weird pseudo. Um, if they were to take a, um, if they were to take the show Gotham and completely gut it and not make it about Gotham because they kind of pigeonhole themselves because they, it has to be in Gotham because the show is named Gotham. So, you know, so the character itself, the city itself, is is a character, quote unquote. But if they had like. And I said this before on an old show. I want to see the young, the 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 the, the adventures, adventures of, of young, Bruce and Alfred. No, no, the, the adventures of young Bruce Wayne because they can't call it Batman. The globe trotting tales or something, and have it be about <laughs> like have the first episode be his parents dying and everything dying and the, them dying, and then have and have it be the year one Batman more dying, more dying, and have it be Alfred, you know, who was the MI six retired agent like earth one like earth one and then him and bruce go on this this trip and it's about him becoming batman and meeting ra's al ghul for the first time and having him fighting you know ra's al ghul league of assassins so you want it less about the the origins of the villains no we could have the we could have the villains there too but they don't all need to be in gotham all right you know we could have like the parents of these people and you could have little uh, little vignettes about not vignettes, but little like uh, hints to other things. Like you would have the mob there. Or, Do you think the disconnect is what what kills it for some viewers? People don't people don't want to watch about the villains. I mean, I do. I think he was no. I don't. I think people want to see Batman. Well, they, they do, but I. Th- for me, it's the villains could be interesting, but they're becoming the villains way too early. Okay, if they were if they were really wanting to do a Gotham series another another angle they could have made is actually make it 
not be a prequel and have it be like Gotham Central and have it be about the police officers dealing with the aftermath of the Batman. See, that's what I thought they were going to do. And you never see the Batman. I would that would be interesting. You, know, you see them dealing with the mob. You see them dealing so with you, Poison Ivy. So that takes Bruce completely out. C- yeah, that's Or the thing. you just or you could have a Bruce as no, no. Bruce. No, no, no. You you would only see like you'd only see you'd only hear references of Bruce Wayne being told by Vicky Vale or whoever you know that's a good con- i and like that so so you would have so you eliminate bat altogether because that's the thing i then watch it's gotham I, I want to see when i see gotham and i see young bruce wayne i'm like who the fuck is that i don't care about this kid <laughs> you know and then you and like have it be about renee montoya have it be about renee Harvey Bullard. fucking Yes. Montoya, in the words of our mixed and then you can and then you can Mixtress. have, but then you can have other people running around. You could have spoiler in it. You could have the question in it. You could have all these other, you know, quote unquote C B list. You know, you could have the Huntress, and like you can't because she's already over the other. But you could have different people that are associated with the um, Bat family, but it's not like it's such a disservice to see him as a kid and and. Like we're just supposed to be okay with all these weird age inaccurate characters? It doesn't make any sense. They're I all think, roughly the same age. I think that poison ivy thing that just cracks me up. Like, why are they doing that? We've already seen poison ivy. She was in the first season when you met her parents, and she was a kid. Now they're aging her up. Yep. Like uh, th- because sh- of some weird mutant thing. The show doing. makes no fucking sense. I know. And I and the only reason I watched it really was because of Jada Pinkett because no matter how crazy she is if chomp, you don't like chomp, her, chomp, she was just chomp, fucking crazy. Chomp. Like she was crazy in that show. She now she's coming that back. scenery up. Yep, and I, she was the only thing for me and then when they killed her I was like, well fuck this show. <laughs> um. So New Mutants movie is coming. Woo! Woo! Uh, From but, Fox. Woo! Uh, <laughs> no magic, no karma, no Doug, but yet a warlock. Yes. I think that's the weirdest thing they can ever do. You need Warlock yeah. and Doug together. You need that friendship. Because you need that camaraderie. Yep. You need the heart. And I think it's funny that we're in an age of diversity where they're really trying to be diverse with their characters. And they leave out the Vietnamese girl. Well, they did, they did cut two white people too. So <laughs> Doug and, and uh, Magma. So Magma is Brazilian, I believe. No, she's Greek. Greek, that's yeah, right. She's Greek. She's uh, she's she was like uh, she's she's an elementalist or something. I don't know. She, I love magma, but I think what the reason why they didn't do magma is because that's some CGI yeah. heavy stuff. <laughs> like, I mean, this. they're already putting warlock in it. That that's going to be all CGI. Exactly. They said, you know what? We only have we only have you know budget for one fully CGI character who's most likely going to be in a human quote unquote form, form. because it's a shapeshifter. Uh, you know, they're going to be playing with that shit. And then they have to make uh, Sam fly. So, And then Bobby has to become completely all black. black. Well, they're they're going to change it, too. Yeah. And how, wait, wait, wait. And, and how come they have a new mutants when Sunfire was already... Sunspot. Sunspot was already spoiled in Days of Future Past. Because they fucked the timeline, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so in this timeline... He's even, young. He's young and Brazilian. Yes. But in the old timeline, he was old and white. Kind of. Oh, okay. So my friend <laughs> friend Don and I were talking about who, if you're going to put all this in it, who's going to be the villain? Who is going to be the villain for magic. this movie? Magic. They're going to turn magic into a villain. You Villainous. Uh-huh. It's gonna all going to be about Dark Child. It's either going to be Dark Child or it's going to be the uh, the bear, the demon bear. 
Because I was saying... Those two. I bet you anything. Because Pierce was their first real villain that brought them together for the Hellfire Club. Because Sam was working with the Hellfire Club. They're not going to have the Hellfire Club in it. And that's what we said, because that would be way too confusing. But I don't think it would be confusing at well, all. Well, unless... Oh, well, maybe, because the Hellfire Club TV series... Was canceled. Was canceled. Is it... Could it be canceled because they're going to be in the New Mutants and they didn't want to confuse viewers? That might be. That would be an interesting way to introduce them. And then you could have you could have Emma. That opens up I was gonna say that opens up Emma, it opens up Celine, it opens up a lot more doors for Fox to tell stories with. But is this in the nineties or when Yeah, I have no clue about that. Because like the whole jaunting through time, you know, back set set pieces for all these movies is very interesting. Although I wanna see I cannot wait to see the next X movie, whatever it's going to be, and and it be in the nineties. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, come on! Yeah. Kevin Ricci pants and yeah. high top fades. That shit would be awesome. And like and like uh, fucking Air Jordans and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fucking cool. And like Terminator glasses. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Bring it. What are you doing? I was seeing what time it was. It's five thirty-one. I know. Um. So one last thing before we go. Let's talk about some rumors, since we love rumors. We heard a rumor, a couple rumors. Oh, careful. Uh, DC rumors at that. So, Bleeding Cool, bleedingcool.com. We love them for their rumors. They love rumors. Rich Johnson loves his speculating. Uh, So, he has heard, kind of like Donald Trump hears things, he heard from people that um, maybe six months of double ship. So, we're only going to get six months, and then they're going to quit. Then go monthly, but then repeat with the new titles that are coming out so that you get, you know, two, 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 and then, oh, okay, so it goes back to being monthly. But hey, we're getting new books to go two, two, two. Uh, certain mm. books that are now monthly, like um, Red Hood and The Outlaws, that's a monthly book, will go maybe two times a month. Uh, and the other rumor out of this is that books like Wonder Woman telling multiple storylines might split into two different books, which Des and I have been asking for two Wonder Woman books now, I think since we started who, the podcast. But who other, what None. other book? That's the funny yeah. thing. No other book is doing that. Then it would just be Wonder Woman would split. And I think that's a great idea. Wonder Woman deserves to be two different books, you know, shipping once a month each. I, I'm going to disagree with you on what? this. Why? For Wonder Woman... I think if people were given the chance, they'd read one or the other. Not everyone, but I'm saying the way they're doing it now, you're getting a full, you're getting the bigger picture having them both in one book. I would rather we get a different book with her where we get the two stories telling the two different coming at each other. But I want her second book to be about her fucking villains. Like, let's have a Wonder Woman adventure book. They're not going to do that. I know, but that's what people want. I, I, I think it would be great. But in your last analogy about Wonder Woman, that's not hurting any sales, though. No. Because people could just opt out of the issues that were the ones they don't want to read. And then just read the one. So they're still only buying one book, technically, uh, a month. So either way, it would be fine if they wanted to buy one and not the other or buy both you know because you're already spending 2.99 twice anyway um, I but say. i don't understand like that's the only book that they could do that with um i i thought that the shipping twice a month was going to last indefinitely <laughs> so i'm sad that it's not some but, of the books okay some i gotta say some books like detective i 
love getting two issues a month. So do I. Because it fills that void. Yeah, because it's so damn good. So good. Some other books I don't really care. They don't need to be two times a month. I don't. They don't need to be two times a month. They just don't. <laughs> so, but I I really hope that they do not. They keep the two times a month with their with their big sellers, and then go to once a month with every, with everyone else. Like I would be fine with that, even if Aquaman and I really love Aquaman right now. If that was is out, if that was to go once a month, then I'd be fine with it. Now the the even Green Lantern. I want to say the positive it. side to that would be hopefully if they go monthly, we'd get a little more. Um, uh, on the art, it would be a little bit more. Consistent. Thank you. I couldn't yeah. think of the word. No, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, because having three to four different creator teams, artist teams on these books, some of them get a little rough looking. But a monthly would reduce that, and it would allow the artist to be able to work a little bit more. Yes, and but again, DC is knocking out of the park. We're liking. I would say I've been liking about sixty, seventy percent of the the output. They're they're out the output that they're doing now. So. Keep it up, DC. And to find out what we're thinking about these books, remember to listen to our main show, The Geek Chat, live every week, MixLR, 6 to 7 p.m. On Mondays. On Mondays. Or be sure to listen to them on many of the platforms that we're on, iTunes, Stitcher. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And you can always, and again, for the main show, you can always watch us uh, because we do a live feed um, at 6 p.m., on Mondays That's as well, right. so you can watch us. It, we're in. It's in the um, Facebook group, the Geek Chat. So you can, you know, come and watch us and have fun and talk with us because we answer people who are listening and watching us. So That's right. come and hang out with us. So I'm Desmond. I'm Rich, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. What are you talking about, Facebook?